Hello and welcome to On The Stool. Now, uh, I'm very excited about the guest this week, which is Radu Isaac. Um, before we get on to the interview, I, I would just like to say, oh boy, I've, I've been getting a lot of messages and requests from uh, struggling comedians, you know. So uh, now I've got eye issues. You, you might not know this, um, you, you know, very, very dry eyes. And, and they keep messaging me um, needlessly, you know, can I come on your podcast? I've heard you've got a podcast. I would be really good on a podcast, you know. That sort of um, appalling stuff, really. And um, I suppose my problem with this is that often they do have a, an obscure agenda, these uh, comedians, you know. They get in touch because they think my podcast is going to promote them. Um, you know, they, they think they're, they're going to come out looking great and they want to come on and talk about, you know, how amazing they are and how they smash the gig. And, and all that sort of stuff that really, um, really chills me to the, to the bone. Now, there's a few reasons I, I don't want them to do that, right? One, it has a, a physical impact on me, right? It, I, I crumple like a damp sock when someone goes on about how they smashed a gig. Right? It's not interesting. Stop talking about it. No one, no one wants to hear it, okay? Secondly, they think it's going to you know, bring home the bacon. It's not going to bring home the bacon, is it? You're, you're a comedian, you're a struggling comedian. It's not going to, there's no bacon here, all right? So just stop self-promoting. Just stop doing it, all right? Now, saying that, on to the, the actual interview uh, this week. So, you know, please do stop messaging me. Um, the, the interview this week is with Radu Isaac. Now, he's been with eight comedy competition finals. You know, he's, he's gotten to the top of those, um, I mean, he says it's eight, you know, haven't looked into it. Um, I, I assume it's true. And, um, you know, he's done very well for himself. Uh, we talk about his uh, website, why he would have a website. We talk about his mailing list of 30 people. And we talk about why he pretends he's uh, happier uh, than he is, right? So um, I think you, you'll find this very engaging. Please welcome Radu Isaac. Isaac, welcome. Welcome to the show. Uh, thank you. Thanks for having me. I am so uh, delighted that you've agreed to come on. I'm happy you asked. I uh, also wasn't really doing that much today. That's good. Now, uh, as an intro, just to, to let you know, uh, I'm going to be asking some difficult questions, but you do have the right to invoke the bruised ego button twice during this interview. And you also can pick to have a safe word. Would you like a safe word? A safe word. Yeah, let's go for a safe word. Okay. Can, can, can the safe word be safe word? <laughs> so <it's> like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, okay. Yes, no, that... no one else has, has been that original, but yes, absolutely. Safe oh, thank word. You. I don't want to avoid any other words. Yes. Okay. Great, great. Um, so, Raju, tell us what, what brought you to comedy? Uh, well, I, I needed to pick a job or like a career and this one felt like easy enough and relaxed enough and felt like uh, there aren't um, too many rules to, to ruin it for me. Now mm -hmm. people add, are adding more and more rules, but uh, it's, still, it's still a sort of pretty relaxed environment to work in. Mm -hmm. 
So essentially, it was it was just sort of easy and had no rules, and you thought that well, this is this is for me. Yeah, the the lack of formula tire really attracted me to <laughs> to stand up comedy. Right, right. Because obviously, if you were working in Tesco, you'll have a costume, wouldn't you? You'll have a sort of a. You do have to wear a tie, I think, for <laughs> for some reason. In you Tesco. Have... I think so. If you're like a manager, well, you, def- you definitely have to wear like dress shoes. Okay. Un- uncomfortable shoes. Okay. So you're going for, uh, you know, you're going for the high jobs there. A manager in Tesco. That's uh, <laughs> high. It's uh, difficult. Um, tell us, what is the, the hardest thing about comedy? I would say it's between you laughing at an idea you thought of and, uh, and the audience laughing at that idea. <laughs> Uh, that that time in between those those two moments is horrible. Okay, so it's uh, if they don't laugh at what you think is funny. Yes, sometimes they never laugh, but sometimes you figure out how to make it funny for them as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, but yeah, until un- until until that happens, it's just torture, and you wonder why people don't like you, and you wonder if it's the wrong T-shirt or I don't know. But you just get very paranoid. Yeah, no, it's 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 not easy. Certainly, I mean, how how much of your time in comedy, sort of on stage, if we, if we were to look at the ratio, how much of it do you think would be torture versus how much would be actual enjoyment of of the art? Uh, it's difficult to say. I would say like I would say like definitely something like eighty percent of it is still sort of feels like work because you still have to. Mm-hmm. you still have to accomplish you still have to have a goal and accomplish it you have to still sort of still think professionally about it so i kind of hate that 80 percent that's that's uh, that's my problem uh and then i guess yeah the, the other 20 percent is just sort of enjoyable uh yeah that's that's how that's how i would divide it in my head i wouldn't yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't necessarily say that if somebody isn't laughing, it's torture. Sometimes when somebody isn't laughing, it's funny as well. Right, funny in a sort of sad kind of way, or just funny. And it's a funny situation. You, if you kind of take yourself out of it, you know, when when another comedian is bombing, do you do you not feel like that's funny? Oh, it's enjoyable. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So I just look at myself as another comedian, and I'm enjoying it too. (laughs) That is a great tactic. God, so you, you you've enjoyed seeing comedians fail, and you thought I'll just I'll just look at myself from a third point of view. I just got yeah. I just felt like failing is part of it, so you have to find a way to enjoy it to to enjoy failing. Hmm. Right. Uh, so any sort of little tactic you can find, but it's still it's still very enjoyable to say something to to people and and have people not agree with you. Do you think the market has a demand for you? I think it does. I don't think I found it, but I think it does. You just assume that it does, and that's enough. I don't assume. I, I, I like if people do laugh if, uh, at, at the jokes, and if the jokes are very particular, then I feel like even you know you go to like a gig with like forty people in there, and if they laugh, you kind of feel like well, if there would be like four hundred people, they would have laughed as well. I just don't have the 400 people. Mm. But I mean, other other people would be also getting laughs. So 
does that mean the market has a demand for all all the comedians uh probably probably it does i don't know if uh, if if uh also it, it it will get saturated at one point yeah i don't know i haven't really figured i haven't really thought of it mm. i guess yeah yeah no you yeah we we've um yeah i think we've sort of slowly unveiled that lack of awareness there okay <laughs> okay don't embarrass me it's my job it's my job it's that sort of a podcast there is uh nothing satisfying until you're embarrassed roger so okay yeah so let's trot on let's trot on with that purpose mm -hmm. in mind now radu you uh have a website don't you yes yeah I, I do what was behind that decision to have a website uh i felt that uh, i'm gonna look more uh professional oh this was behind it basically i didn't want to do social media but i wanted to exist on the internet so it felt like the the website is the next best thing. Okay. Uh, and do you ever look at how many people Googled you? Uh, I don't think I can find that. You can't uh, find it or it's like zero times? I'm pretty sure some, like I Google myself and I'm pretty sure like frenemies <laughs> from the past Google me. Uh, sometimes I have a, a good gig and people Google me after the gig. They kind of wonder how come I haven't found how come I didn't know about this guy, and then they Google me and they find out why. Okay, so your website is so bad it makes them forget all the jokes that worked. It sort of makes them feel like well maybe it was just uh, it was just something that uh, that uh, one off like a fluke. Yeah, sort of sparked in the moment. Right. So I've I've never been been brave enough really to have a have a website, but how how does it feel to have you know to put effort in to have a website to have an online presence that then doesn't really match your presence in real life so do you not think that i uh, i exist in real life like yeah i have a website yeah i exist in real life i don't i don't really see how those two contradict each other no they don't contradict each other i suppose but the um i suppose the expectation of someone having a website is that there would be a demand for people Googling you, you know, and I, if that, that demand doesn't exist in real life, what's the point of having a website? Like plumbing companies have websites. So I don't know if they exist, you're going to, you're going to have one. Like if, in case somebody is going to Google me, they need to find out like a contact number. The reason basically why, because I'm, I'm still contactable, uh, but you need mm -hmm. people to to find you faster. If they don't find your email fast enough, then they kind of email the next comedian. Okay. okay. So it, it's just to lessen their work and uh, and finding me. Right. So so it's just sort of the admin of of a, of a plumber, except you're in comedy. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You also have a mailing list, uh, and I was very curious when I saw this. I'm very impressed in general when I see mailing lists. How many people do you have on your mailing list? I would say something like 30. Wow. Is, it, is that a lot? That, I mean, that sounds to me impressive. Yeah. How, how, uh, who, who are they? They're not your extended family, I assume. A, a couple of them are my friends. Okay. I, I, but they didn't tell me they signed up. I, I just see their email. Okay. Uh, 
I don't know, other people who don't know how to use the internet and haven't learned that you're not supposed to give your email out. I don't I don't think a lot about my mailing list. I don't I I've never given my email out to, to get emails voluntarily. Okay. Um, so you have you emailed these people that have agreed to be contacted by you? I do it once in a while. Uh, All right. But I'm gonna say yeah, I'll do it a couple of times a year. And what does it say in the email? I just kind of try and be funny and send them like a picture of myself. I basically, I basically try and do like social media, but in a, in a, in an email form, I just send them like a picture of my food and stuff. A picture of your food. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's what people get for a, for a comedian's mailing list. Just a, a picture of my food, but that's also like whenever if I'm doing like an Edinburgh show or something like that, I kind of to get them to click on the on the Edinburgh show link, then I send them a picture of my food to to make them feel like it's about the food. But for me, it's actually about them clicking on on another link. Yeah, I'm. I have to admit, Rod, I'm worried that you you lost people in that way with the food picture because it doesn't really make any sense. I see people picture posting pictures of uh, of food on uh, on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah, but not a mailing list. I mean, it, it sounds like you've sort of terribly interpreted Instagram and applied it to a to a format that it just doesn't make sense. So what do, what do you think people people send on mailing lists? Or well, what? not 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 a picture of their vegetarian Wellington. Certainly, I think. Uh... I mean, I, I would just be very curious to, to have a look. If we go into your stats and have a look at that mail you sent with the food to see if anyone unsubscribed, because I'm fairly sure they must have done. Oh, the way I do it is I don't uh, I don't use like MailChimp or something like that. I just kind of send them emails from my own personal email address. Right. Well, so this I... sounds wow. This sounds really professional, Raju. I must say. <laughs> <laughs> You really, you really. Uh, let, let's hope a lot of amateur comedians are listening to this and taking your advice. You know, don't, uh, yeah, just post food pictures, and don't keep track of the stats. Yeah, and I, I think they, uh, I, I think they appreciate the fact that I, I send them, I send the email from my, uh, from my personal email. I feel like they, I, I feel like they feel like it's, a, it's an extra connection. Hmm. Well. I mean, I, I guess that you know, in order for them to be shocked, you you would have to be a pretty big name. But if you you know, if you're just a comedian they saw on a night out, I don't know. Maybe they they they're not surprised that you're sending it from your personal Gmail account. Yeah, probably. You know, they like about my fans. They don't write back. That's what I love about I love about them. Whenever I whenever I uh, um, I send some sort of an email to. I don't know. I'm going to say BT. I, I get like another 50 emails of, uh, of new services they have to offer. Right. My fans don't bug me with what they're doing. No, no. Well, I mean, maybe that's a good thing because they'll be sending you pictures of their lunch and you exactly. probably don't care. So <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. So, Radu, you're, you're sort of fairly, fairly well known for getting into lots of finals but tell us what have you actually done aside from the finals what have you actually done to try to succeed as a comedian well I, i've uh, i've sent emails to to agents about the fact that i've gotten into finals uh, 
I'm not like I, I kept uh, I, I kept writing jokes and, and going to the shows where uh, where people asked me to go. <laughs> and I, I'm gonna say not uh, not much else. And then I'm, I'm trying to also kind of keep keep well rested and happy. So whenever whenever people do encounter me, they encounter a pleasant, happy person. Right, right. Because you think that will help you getting sort of shows and stuff. Yeah, more than than if they would meet like a a, a bitter person that thinks about uh, how their career should have went. Okay. Oh, that's that's quite disappointing because I actually thought you were sort of naturally very positive and 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 nice to be around. But that's so that's all just a marketing ploy. I th- might be. Yeah, might be. Might like be. definitely, the, definitely the first. 10 sentences when I talk to somebody, it's uh, it's a marketing ploy. Mm-hmm. The first 10 sentences, I, I, I brought them from home. I, I thought about them in advance. <laughs> um, right, right. So, so you, you brought those from home. Can you, can you tell us what those um, very likable first sentences are? Oh, I, I do try to do all, all the big advices, the yes and, uh, you write and... Uh, all, all of the oh my god, I, I like mm. you too. I don't know all, all of the. Um, okay, so so yeah. let's say you you had a really bad day and I met you at a at a gig and I asked you, oh how how are you doing? How are you doing, Radu? What would you say? I say it's uh, it's uh, it's been a pretty good day. I I, I had a gig, <laughs> uh, so can't really can't really complain. But then if you follow up with the questions, eventually I would open up and try and, and try and be more sincere. Mm-hmm. Well, I actually think that's uh, that's great because no one no one really wants to know that you've had a bad day, do they? People don't care. Exactly. If I ask somebody and they're having a bad day, I feel like, oh my god, now twenty minutes of uh, of unenjoyable listening to follow. <laughs> Feels like they they just start different uh, different projects in life, and and within a couple of months they have a breakdown in front of somebody. I don't know. I I think I might not be able to finish it. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll admit, Radu, I actually am one of those people. We haven't really chatted this, uh, that much before. No, you're right, we haven't. But I think if, if you met me, I would, I mean, I'm fairly certain it would be a bad day that day, just based on data, past data. So, so you start off negative, you just, uh, if you're having a bad day and I ask you, how was your day, you just say bad or do you start crying immediately? Uh, I would say... I roll in with bad, and usually it's 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 anger, not sorrow. So you know, if if you're around and a wall's not available, maybe I even punch you a little bit. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. So maybe we shouldn't, you know, chat in real life. Actually. Uh, I I am gonna I am gonna remember to avoid you. Yeah. No, it's I think that would be best. Uh, you said something very interesting there, Radu, about your um your efforts for success you said that you emailed agents with with your finals have any of them responded and if so what did they say uh not that many and the ones that have responded have said they will look into it mm-hmm. they they said thank you for emailing and uh, we have we are going to look into it okay and when was the the last time you received that email i think it was uh, maybe uh 2019 edinburgh Right. So we're we're assuming they're still looking into it. Yeah, I think they are. It's been it's been a, like a busy year. Nobody's had time to. Everybody has pro- projects on uh, on on the roll. But I'm uh, I'm optimistic. Mm. 
So you've been on a lot of finals. Now I've got I've got about two that I could find on on Google. How many finals have you been in? Uh, I've started like eight or nine. Are you serious? Yeah. Right. Yeah. How many finals have you been in? Just uh, one, actually. Okay. And now you're doing the podcast. Well, why else would one be doing the podcast? You know, I'm, uh, yeah, trying a different genre, you know. Well, they say this is the advice I got when I first moved here. They said you only actually need to to get into one final to get an agent and then uh, to have somebody see you. So I think you've done your job. You, I think one final apparently is the same as eight or nine. It must be quite difficult for you to hear that I only have one final and yet you're the one doing my podcast. Uh, yeah, but you're doing the work for the podcast. Like, I feel whoever's I doing the work is the less successful person. Well, well, you know, I mean, less successful. I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm just... Uh, it just takes a while for geniuses, doesn't it? Doesn't oh, it? yeah, absolutely. Some people, yeah, some people die and then they find success. So it's never too late. Uh, well, you, can, you, can be, you can be dead and it's still not going to be too late. Well, I'm a bottle of wine. So the, the, the longer it takes, I would say, the better I, I will become, you know. Yeah. Like a sort of phoenix rising from the ashes. That's. I mean, hopefully this podcast will help that. Well, you know, we have to make it, make it a good episode. Um, it sounds correct. So, I mean, Radu, I think a lot of people that will be listening will be thinking, oh my gosh, I've only done two finals. How can I make it when Radu Isaac, who's done eight finals, eight or nine finals, has not made it? What would you say to those people? Uh, it's, it's, it's never too late and maybe start the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. So keep 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 trying, and if you if you if you really don't find any other passions, stick to this one. Mm, yeah. Now, do you also wonder, sort of, why am I not further? I mean, god damn it, you know, eight to nine finals—that is not easy. You've got all these other comedians going up doing heats. You know, you you've gotten to the final of eight of those, right? That's quite a big accomplishment, and then still not to be further. What what do you tell yourself when you go to bed? I sort of, maybe, I don't know, maybe I never thought I'd make it this far or, I don't know, maybe I just feel like, well, I'm still sort of young. It's still, if, if, if you dress like you, you dressed when you were like uh, 17, you still feel like you're 17. So I don't really feel like uh, it's too late. So, Radu, uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm uh, 34. Well, that, that's not really young, is it? I think it's young. Isn't it like the, the UK population very old? I think compared to the UK population, I'm very young. Mm -hmm. So it, yeah, it's not young if I go back to Romania, but here I'm, I'm young. But if you compare yourself to like, let's say a dog, right? Then, then it's quite old, isn't it? Yeah, I try not to compare myself to dogs. I do. I try not to, but yeah, it is. If you compare yourself to a dog, it is. But also it does feel like very powerful because if I compare myself to dogs, I feel like I could have owned like five dogs up until now. That's I've, true. I've mm -hmm. outlived five generation of, generations of puppies. Well, that's, so that's great because 
I think we've just found something that, that you can actually hold on to, right? As a high point in your life is that you have outlived five generations of puppies. Yeah. Why do I need to hold out to something positive? Can I just, uh, just, well, I'm not dead and nothing's hurting. Can I just be happy about that? <laughs> well, yeah, you can. Are, are you, do you feel happy about that? The fact that you're not dead? Uh, yeah, 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 absolutely. It still feels like a lot of other people have died and I've sort of, uh, as long as I get to look down on them now, I, I, I can, yeah, I feel like, I feel like there's some sort of self of accomplishment. You're never going to be the best. You're never going to be world champion. We have to face that. But as long as other people are dying and you're not, I think, uh, I think that that can, uh, can bring some sort of a, a ray of sunshine. Mm. Mm. I mean, I'm not, I'm not sure entirely how, how appropriate that response is considering we're sort of just off the back of a worldwide pandemic, but, uh, yeah, but also, especially considering the pandemic, I feel like so many people haven't survived the pandemic and I haven't even, uh, I haven't coughed or something. <laughs> so from that point of view, it, Right. Like, you know, when you're, if you go right. to like a plane crash and, and, and you're one of the three survivors, are you going to cry for the plane crash? Or are you going to be happy that you're one of the three survivors? Well, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think it's great that if nothing else, you know, sure. A lot of people had have died in this pandemic, but it's managed to sort of lighten your outlook in life as a, as a comedian. It's, how finals work as well right it's not that i made it to a final is that like 30 other people haven't made it to that final that's the only thing that gives that final value as the failure of the previous 50 people that have mm -hmm. tried to make it mm -hmm. oh sorry i don't know if we, if we were ever in the same competition sorry about that no that's that's quite all right i mean by all means you know by all means you should come on uh my podcast and refer to uh to the fact that I didn't make it to, to the finals of, of your competitions. That's, um, you know, that's fair. That's fair, isn't it? I mean, I, you know, we've all got our own lives to lead. You know, I'm going to have a very successful podcast. So I'm quite happy with that, frankly. Yeah, me, me too. I hope, I hope the episode with me gets a lot of views. What does success look like to you? I'm going to say not, not pretending to be happy. Mm -hmm. As long as I, because you do have to pretend for for other people's sake and for to kind of keep the keep the persona going, you have to uh, you have to pretend to be happy when you're not as well. But the the, the least I have to do that, I think the more successful I'm going to consider myself. So let's say you've gone big, you've gotten on the what, what whatever your ambition is. I don't know what it is, but you know Apollo or or five star Edinburgh show. What? What would you demand as as a big act? Would you have like backstage demands like sandwiches, cucumber sandwiches, or something like that? What would be your your ideal thing? Maybe maybe not have anybody in the backstage. That would be my my big thing. Is don't nobody 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 come uh, come in, in that in this side of the theater. Mm -hmm. So maybe I get like a text when when I need to go on stage, but I don't I, I don't want somebody telling me you're up. <laughs> right so essentially someone coming in backstage and and having a 
human face-to-face interaction with you really, really bums you out. And not the idea of having the whole theater, the idea of not having to share the theater. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And is that because you want to project this sort of uh, god status on your team, or what's the reason? Oh, I, I would say uh, less, pre- less pretending to be happy. So if they're not there, I, if there's nobody there, I, if there's nobody I need to pretend to be happy to. Okay. So it sounds like the main source of your frustration in, in life is pretending to be happy. Uh, I wouldn't say like the main one. The main one is definitely sexual. Okay. Well, we're not going to go into that, Radu, because like I said, family, you know, families are listening to this. I don't think I, I don't think they are, and I wish we would, but uh, that's fine. Well, uh, you're doing the work, and I and I respect yeah. it. I'm doing the admin, so so I I get to say. Yeah. So one of the sources of frustration is that you would like to stop pretending you're happy. Now, here's a question: Why not just stop pretending you're happy? Uh, because then I feel like I would uh, uh, I would become less successful as a comedian. And then I would have to uh, to actually get a job at Tesco, uh, and part of the the contract there is to pretend to 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 like enjoying uh, working at Tesco. Oh gosh, quite quite a catch twenty two, isn't it? It's a big catch twenty two. So yeah, so I'm I'm pretending on my own terms, so I don't have to pretend on uh, on other people's terms. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it it sounds a bit like this is a, an escape. That you're happy with because it saves you from the the Tesco nine to five. Uh, yeah. What do you What do you do? Do you have a job? I do. I do. Yeah. What do you do? Oh, I I work in admin. Yeah. So I I do admin. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I mean, you brought it up, so sort of have to answer that, didn't I? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, um, maybe we can cut this. Yeah, maybe because I I don't wanna I don't want you know to sort of. I totally make myself understand. look bad on my own podcast. You know what I mean? It's um, totally understand. Yeah, people won't won't listen to it then, will they? So sorry about that. Um, no, that's all right. We'll just cut it. All right, Radu. Well, um, I have one more question. Have you learned anything from speaking to me on this interview? Uh, I would have to think harder. Can we? Can I answer this question on a different time? I would have to actually listen back to the interview. Yeah, that's fine. Um, now, just before we sort of wrap things up, I want to check in regards to your your mailing list. Are you all right to to share this interview with those guys on your mailing list? Because that's extra thirty views that I could really could really help. I'm going to try, but I'm not going to promise. I, I I've been planning to send out a, a, a email for a while now. Uh, but I'm I'm definitely gonna try. I let's uh, I will I will send it. Okay. Uh, but I, I I don't know when. But I, I I definitely I promise I will send it. Okay. I mean, it, it, ideally when it when it launches, because otherwise it's kind of pointless, isn't it? So if you could do it then, I mean, it's just one email and it's like one click. So. You have to write the whole thing, and I have to take a picture of my food to go. I can't just send them the link to this. I have to just send them some sort of food picture. Uh, but I, I, I promise I'm, I'm going to do my best. And I'll, I'll, yeah, I will. All right. Thanks, Fradu Isaac. Thank you very much. No worries. Thanks for, uh, thanks for inviting me. Best of luck. Well, I don't need luck, but yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Thank you. Goodbye.